0: Welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Cool, I've had a word for you today. I'm really excited to bring the Word of God this morning. But hey, before we get into the Word of God, will you just allow me to pray? Amen? Thank you, Lord. Father Lord, we just thank you, Lord, again for this time. God, we thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place, oh, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for your, word of, for your word, oh, Father God. Your word is alive, oh, Father God. And I pray that even as we read your word, will you speak to us, oh, Father God? Will you just begin to help us to catch uh, what we need to catch, oh, Father God, in our spirits, oh, Father God, and begin to apply them, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Hey, you know, I was just uh, preparing for the message and I just realised that you know it's four more Sundays to Christmas? Okay, really scary talk Five more Sundays before the new year comes And before that, we are not going to be 2019 So you'll be soon be writing 2019 (laughs) Sorry, instead of 2018 And it's really, wow, time has passed by, isn't it? And before you know it, Christmas will come uh, And uh, the new year will come And uh, even as I I was praying what to share today I felt God impress me like Hey, we need to begin to start doing a heart check you know, we need to start, begin to prepare it uh, Preparing for the new year And also prepare and thinking, stock What has happened in 2018 yeah. Because we want to be prepared for what God is going to do yeah. Amen uh, Even as I was praying, I felt God led me to the book of Daniel uh, Chapter 1, if you could guys turn with me there Okay, give me a shout you guys out there yeah. One person yeah. <laughs> You're still loading your Bible apps, right? (laughs) Okay, anyone else is there? Give me a shout Hey, guys ready to, excited to read the Word of God today? Okay, the whole of Daniel chapter 1 It's a bit of a longer passage But I'm sure you'll be fine Okay, you guys are there? Cool, reading from verse 1 During the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign in Judah King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it with his armies The Lord gave him victory over King Jehoakim of Judah When Nebuchadnezzar returned to Babylon He took with him some of the sacred objects from the temple of God And placed them in the treasure house of his God in the, la- in the land of Babylonia Then the king ordered Espenas, who was in charge of the palace officials To bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family And other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives he said, select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men, he said Make sure they are well-versed in every branch of learning Are gifted with knowledge and good sense And have the poise needed to serve in the royal palace Teach this young men in the language and literature of the Babylonians The king assigned them a daily ration of the best food and wine from his ki- own kitchens They were to be trained for a three-year period And then some of them will be made... To his advisors in the royal court Daniel, Haniah, Mishael and Azariah Were four of the young men chosen All from the tribe of Judah yeah. The chief officer, official renamed them with these Babylonian names Daniel was called Belshazzar yeah. Haniah was called Shadrach Mishael was called Mes- Meshach yeah. Azariah was called Abednego But Daniel made up his mind not to defile himself By eating the food and wine given to them by the king He asked the chief officer for permission to eat other things instead Now God had given the chief officer great respect for Daniel But he was alarmed by Daniel's suggestion He said, "'My lord, the king has ordered you to eat this food and wine,' he said "'If you become pale and thin compared to the other youths your age "'I'm afraid the king will have me beheaded for neglecting my duties.'" Daniel talked it over with the attendant who has been appointed by the chief officer to look after Daniel, Hanaya, Michelle and Azara. He said, test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. At the end of 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's rich food. Then you can decide whether or not to let us continue eating our diet. So the attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier And better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the rich food and wines God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude aptitude for learning the literature and science of the time And God gave Daniel special ability in understanding the meaning of visions and dreams When the three-year period ordered by the king was completed, the chief officer brought all of them all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with each of them, and none of them impressed him as much as Daniel, Haniah, Michelle, and Zara. So they were appointed to his regular staff of advisors. In all matters wisdom, requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, the king found the advice of this young man to be ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus' reign. Amen. Again, guys caught most of it. Yeah. It's like reading a storybook, basically. Yeah. It's not a storybook, but it's like reading a story. You know, here I was praying about it, and I was like, God, what do I share today? And I felt God turned me to the book of Daniel, because if you read the book of Daniel, Daniel was very, very successful in the mar- well, what we call today like the marketplace, uh, where he was placed. Yeah. Uh, he was very successful, successful in the royal courts. Yeah. Amen? Uh, if you read on and throughout the book of Daniel, uh, his three friends... Um, okay, I won't pronounce their names But three of them other than Daniel They were actually promoted to be uh, Head officers over the provinces yeah, in Babylon oh, yeah. If you read on in the book of Daniel It goes on to say Daniel was appointed to be to supervise the prince wow. And also to watch out for the king's interests wow. That's the success that Daniel was looking out for wow. that, that was the amount of success That Daniel achieved in his lifetime yeah. If you read through the book of Daniel um, But and I felt God say that, hey, every, all of us here have desires. All of us have dreams. No, all of us want to make it big. Um, there's nothing wrong with making it big. I want to make it big. more um, of us want to make it big wherever we are placed. Whether you're studying law, you want to, make, to be the best lawyer, you, know, you want to get into the best firm, you want to get into a good job. Whether you're studying engineering, you want to get into the best engineering company You know, you want to work on the biggest projects yeah. Whether you're in finance, like you want to get into your good banks Your Morgan Stanley's and whatnot And all of us have desires and dreams And there's nothing wrong with that yeah. But God says that, hey, if you look at the life of Daniel Daniel was not just successful in the marketplace I'll term it as the marketplace yeah. For ease of reference But he was also successful He was such a person who was after God's heart You know, he knew how to stood up for the things in the marketplace But he also knew how to stand up for the things of God You know, I felt God say today Hey, I know all of us here have desires All of us have dreams to make it big All of us have dreams on our heart that we want to achieve But God said that Hey, will you also bring them alignment with the things of God? Will you bring them alive? Will you have that same passion and stand up for the things of God as you would for the things that you desire in your life? You know, and I think Daniel is such a perfect uh, example of the, things of, what he, uh, of the things that we desire to do. You know, if you read about him, he was only 15 when he was brought to the king's palace. You know, can you imagine being at 15? I was from high school. Probably didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but he was brought... At 15, to the king's palace, and yet you could... And I thought it was... Uh, I mean, the boy of Daniel is very rich, but we t- I mean, it's very important to see where he started. You know, at 15, he already had such a different spirit about him. Yeah. You know, I, want, I, I felt God say, Hey, will you want to learn, uh, I want us to begin to learn from the life of Daniel today. You know, the first thing is it that we need to learn from the life that's of Daniel is this. You know, Daniel purposed in his heart, if you read verse 8... Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacy, nor with the wine which he drank. You know, as I was praying about this, and I thought, I was meditating on this verse, I felt God ask this, asked this, this question to us. What is the condition of our hearts today? Wow. You know, Daniel could birth out such a purpose because his heart was right. Yeah. You know, if your heart's not right, you're not going to birth out such a purpose you know, I was uh, very blessed uh, for some of you who were there to the away and I'll share a bit. Uh, Tiong was sharing about his, his journey as a coordinator of Bristol and he was sharing how crazy his schedule was. Yeah. No, I thought I was busy, but Tiong is he's working as an auditor in PwC and he was, he was saying that he worked from 6 in the morning uh, at time, at his busiest until 4am, 5am every day. Um, but yet, every weekend he comes back and I see him at Bristol and he's... Really coordinating and helping to lead the church. And when I meet Tiong every weekend, he doesn't share it on that time, but when I meet Tiong every weekend, he doesn't even show that he's tired. <laughs> you know, he's such a like smile on his face and he's excited uh, uh, to lead the church. You know, and I, I, he was sharing that, hey, why do does he do all the things that he do? And he was sharing that he only does it and he, he said God didn't he didn't feel like who God dropped a big answer in front of him. But he said the only reason that he did it was because he loved God. And it comes down to love, actually, it's a matter of the heart, isn't it? Uh, the Bible says this, that we are to love God with all our heart, our soul, and our mind. But if you read the sequence, God says, love with all your heart first. You know, because a lot of things is birthed out of our hearts. You know, a lot of things we don't, for me, personally, a lot of things sometimes I realize, I decided in my heart that I don't want to do sometimes. I won't do it because I already decided in my heart. But the question is this. We cannot birth out a rightful or righteous purpose if our condition of our heart is not right. You know, if my heart is full of bitterness or anger or something, I'm not going to be able to birth out a purpose that is in accordance to God's will. You know, uh, every time I realize this, uh, when I'm angry at someone, for example, it happens, I'm human. (laughs) But whenever I'm angry at someone, I realize that I, I I get very irritated the next day and I start snapping at Pastor Dave Then he'll scold me For snapping at him <laughs> Now scold me now nah, He'll tell me off <laughs> But I realise that That's what happens When I get angry at someone And that, that, that's because that, That's just being Just one example yeah. But the court is saying today Like hey What's the condition of your heart today? You know Will you ask God today Hey what's my condition? Yeah. Uh, because the only condition That you need a heart that is right Before you can birth out a purpose That's in alignment with God's word You know the thing is this we talk about why is it so important why, why is it so important for the heart to be right first But really, uh, as I shared this before uh, A couple of, two months ago And I shared this uh, I, I struggled with God, right? Uh, I was saying that how uh, I thank God for the job that has given me as Some of you know the different journeys And I'll, I'll share with you another time But uh, I said this um, I, Because we go down to Bristol every Saturday And I, I said that Oh God It'd be so tough if I had to go down to Bristol, working from Monday to Friday, and we're going down to Bristol on Saturday and Sunday doing church again. It's, I'm like, God, I don't have, a, literally, I don't have a weekend. I don't have time to go for my brunch. I don't have time to go shopping. Sorry, I like doing those things. I don't have time to go for my facial. I don't have time. I got, I got a bit more money now, but I don't have time to spend my money. You know, I want to do the things that I want to do. I want to, like, now Christmas is here. I love Christmas. I want to see the Christmas stuff. And I'm like, God, I don't have time. But I remember, um, I was grumbling with God, but after that, God, uh, God was, like, challenging me. Hey, you need to stop it. And I think a lot of that, I, allowed my, I, I purposed in my heart, you know, almost like Daniel. I said, God, no, you are the one who brought me here You are the one who granted me this job I, I will not allow my job to deter me from, 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 from ministering to our church in Bristol And I think that actually set the purpose right in my heart you know, uh, were, Can I be honest, in the last two months of my job, it's been nuts you know, I've been working for 12-hour day every day, Monday to Friday I go into work at 7am, I leave work at 9pm it's very, very tiring, and on Saturday, I have to wake up early to go to Bristol yeah. and Was it tiring? Can I be honest? Yes, it's exhausting <laughs> But I, I think I, I didn't allow myself to grumble because I purposed it in my heart already That, hey God, no matter what, I will do it because this is what you have called me to do yeah, yeah. No, that's why Daniel did, it's very important to purpose You know, even as we're approaching the end of the year What is God challenging you to purpose in your heart today? You know, Daniel's. If you talk, if you read what Daniel said, he said, "I won't defile myself by eating the king's portion. I won't defile myself from drinking king's wine." And sometimes we think, "Oh, it's just a food thing," because in this context, it's just a food thing. But I believe that actually it goes in deeper than that. You no, know, Daniel said that, "Hey God, I want to honor you in everything that I'm doing." Because if you read on through the life of Daniel, Daniel did great exploits. You no, know, this wasn't the first time that Daniel was tested. You know, some of you know, that Daniel was tested in the lion's den. His other friends were tested in the furnace of fire. Yeah. And and that that came out of a purpose. I believe something as simple—not sim- it's not really simple—but something that he purposed in his heart many uh, at the age of 15. Yeah. You know, uh, I believe it's very important for us to purpose first in your heart. You know, because sometimes all of us here, we go into that situation, and we're like, oh, actually, what do I do now? Yeah. But when you purpose in your heart, when the situation comes, then you, dis- you have already decided, you know, that's it. For example, if you purpose in your heart that, I'm just using an example, you won't say, I won't miss church no matter what on a Sunday. Yeah. Whether you, when the exam comes on a Monday, it doesn't matter whether you have finished studying or not. You will not miss it because you have already purposed yeah. in your heart. You know, I felt God asked challenges today. What, what is God challenging you for your next purpose? Wow. What's the next purpose that God wants you to, for you to purpose in your heart? What's the next level that you need to reach out to? You no, know, God says that, hey, I don't want my church to remain stagnant. Yeah. No, I don't want us to be just people, God, we're chasing after God for the things that we want. But God say, hey, what's the next God purpose that He wants you to put yeah. into your heart? Yeah. You no, know, purpose is very important because purpose determines everything. Helps us to to determine our attitude Determines our behaviour You know, the thing is this About the next point is this I believe purpose also determines Allow him to form his friendships around His group of friends You know, uh, the next point is this uh, How do we begin to run after the things of God? The thing is, we need to begin to watch our company I repeat this We need to begin to watch our company you know, we, every time we read about the book of Daniel, we only read about Daniel, but we forget actually there are three other people, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sometimes I forget too. Um, there's Shadrach, well it's not Shadrach, it's Hanaya, Mish- uh, Meshach, Mesh- and Abednego. There were three friends, so actually four of them participated in the fast. And can I imagine? Can I? Um, and but he says this at first it says Daniel purpose, but he says four of his friends join in and not. Participating in the king's delicacies, yeah. right? And if you read Daniel verse one to six, it says that now from among those sons of Judah were these people. Yeah. No, I believe that when that King Nebuchadnezzar captured the sons of Judah, it was not just four of them. Yeah. We always think it's just four of them. No, I believe there were many more of them actually. Yeah. Uh, there were many more sons of son, uh, There were many more people from Judah that were captured. Yeah. But how come only four of them wow. participated? How come only four of them decided I will not participate, I will not partake of whatever the king is yeah. serving. No, I believe that they they begin to I believe that I I mean I'm just imagining I would imagine Daniel would have issued that call. Hey, we cannot we cannot defile ourselves. Yeah. You no, know, these were boys, Jewish young boys who were probably trained in the ways of God, who were probably taught up to pray. You know, the temple of God from the where the Judah was was just literally probably not far away. Yeah. But there, how come only four of them participated in the fast? No, there's probably many more, because the Bible says that many more were captured and taken yeah. as captives. But I believe that because I believe Daniel issued the call, but only four of them responded because I think fire attracts fire. Wow. No, we hear this expression, birds of a feather flock together, right? And sometimes you realize that, hey, what are, who are we who are we, who is our company? You know, who are our friends? You know, um, I believe that Daniel was probably scared When he decided it, yeah. you know uh, Because if Daniel didn't participate If Daniel said that he didn't want to eat Maybe he would be I think he would probably lose his life Because these were the king's orders, isn't yeah. it? I believe Daniel would have I'm sure he was scared yeah. But I believe that he could even rise up and tell Hey, I don't want to do this Because he had the support of his friends around him yeah. you No, know, I believe that fire ups against like, I know, as the, as the uh, proverb says this As an iron sharpens iron A friend sharpens a friend wow. you No, know, I believe this You know, all of us here uh, uh, our Church is a community It's great to have community, right? But what's the thing is this What is the co- Are we sharpening each other? Wow. You know, if iron is not sharpened It becomes very dull yeah. You know, uh, a knife, right? Actually, if you don't If you keep using it If you don't use it It can become dull right? You need to constantly sharpen it yeah. So likewise, if you don't sharpen each other, can I say that the moment you don't sharpen each other, you actually all of us can stagnate, yeah. and sometimes we think stagnate we can, or we can backslide, and we can backslide means, oh, I'm just and sometimes we think we we the moment we stagnate, that's it, we're happy with that. But hey, what is you know I was I was just reflecting, and I was like, no, when I I, I went to university, and um, I felt that was the time where I really experienced God for the first time. And I believe that one, as I was thinking back and I realized that one of the key growths that I experienced was because I had a friend with me uh, who encouraged me to go to church. I was very scared to go to church, to be honest, because I was very shy at that time. I didn't want to say hi to people. I just want to run out of the door after church finished. <laughs> but I believe I had a friend there who kept encouraging me, or my cell leader at that time, who kept encouraging me, hey, come, hey, come. Or my cell members was like, hey, why don't you serve And I believe that encouraged me and, you know, sometimes it was that iron sharpening iron, so to say. You know, I myself, can I be honest, when I was in university, right, I really like to sleep a lot, which I don't have the luxury of today. But I used to sleep every afternoon. I must sleep. I must sleep every afternoon from 2 to 4 o'clock. No, not 2. Whatever time it was. In the afternoon it was, I must sleep. And uh, up to the time, like, my friend, my myself, leader said, hey, come to church, huh? come to church, come to cell group. I'm like, but I, I want to sleep. I really want to sleep. I really love sleeping so much. And I remember she had to sit down with me and say, hey, this is not right. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I was like, sure. <laughs> I hated it at that time. Well, no, I didn't hate it, but I, it wasn't pleasant to hear. It's not nice being told that you're not doing something right, isn't it? Yeah. But I think I needed it at that time. And I was very grateful I had friends who would just encourage me like Hey, you're not doing the right thing Even right now, I have friends uh, who encouraged me like Hey, can you stop it? It's not right There were times where I was like When I didn't have a job and I was complaining to my friends I'm like, oh, I don't have a job, I'm angry, blah, blah, blah And then she's like, okay, you can moan about it for a day But can you please deal with it the next day? Can you please rise up the next day? And I think my friend was telling me like, just get over yourself Uh, but you sometimes we need to be like that And the thing is this What is the content of our conversations with our friends today? You know, our church, is community is great It's great to have fun Please, I'm not saying don't have fun with each other But are we encouraging each other? Hey, can we do better? You know, I believe when Daniel and his friends were talking It wasn't just like, hey, what do you learn? What astrology do you learn today? Because if you read, uh, the King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to indoctrinate them with the ways of the Babylonians I believe it wasn't just, hey, how are you? How are you doing? I believe they were encouraging each other, hey we don't want to do this But how, how can we go about it? Yeah. Um, shall we stand up to the king? When's the right time? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they were scared They were 15-year-old boys yeah. I'm sure they were scared yeah. But I believe that Because of the rubbing of each other Because of them encouraging each other yeah. They could actually like They could actually stand up For what is righteous yeah. So my, my, my question to you is this Even as we move on What is Are we being that iron to our friend? Yeah. You know Are we really being that iron to our friend? Or is it just Are we just having, hey, how are you? How's your week? And that's it But there's no power power I mean, there's power in that But hey, God wants us to go deeper No, there's going to be a deeper power than that (laughs) No, the other thing about this When we talk about purpose You know, purpose helps us to begin to count And pay the cost You know, sometimes some of us here We don't want to do the things of God Maybe we feel like, oh God I feel like I have to give up too many things And we feel that it's very, very difficult To give up certain things But God, uh, I think when you have When you purpose in your heart already It helps us to begin to pay the cost yeah. You know, um, I believe that Daniel was at 15 he, had, he, could, he could He had to give up food from the king's table wow. King's table was I'm sure it was the most delicious food yeah. Because it wasn't just It was taken from the king's table I'm sure there were meat yeah. All sorts of meat wow. Wine and 15. Guys, I'm sure you guys remember when you're 15, you're probably so hungry. You could probably eat a lot. I mean, you guys still are late a lot now. But you guys eat a lot, but yet Daniel and his friends could pay the cost wow. at 15. Wow. You know, I can imagine them eating vegetable and water only, while their friends around them were just eating meats and steak and the peasant and chicken, whatever that was. But yet Daniel and his, pri- and his friends understood the cost they had to pay because they already understood what was their purpose. Their purpose, they already decided, hey, no matter what, I won't defile myself. I won't defile the name of God. That's why it helped them. I believe that it was easier for them to do the fast. Yeah. You know, I asked you all to eat one meal of vegetarian or so, you all are like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But yeah, they said 10 days, 10 days of just eating pure vegetable and water. You no, know, sometimes we do Daniel. I do Daniel. My Daniel is... I, I do eat like cheese and rice and stuff But this was purely water and vegetable But I believe that having that purpose See, it's very important to have purpose first yeah. Because it, us to, it helps us to begin to understand how to pay the cost yeah. You know, I believe that sometimes we like And it's a step-by-step process, isn't it? Because if you read on, um, uh, if you read on about how his three friends I won't go into pronouncing their names uh, they say when they were threatened to be thrown in the furnace of fire Because they didn't want to bow down uh, to, the, to the statue of King Nebuchadnezzar They say this even if, we thrown in, even if we are thrown into the burning fire The God whom we serve will save us And even if He did, doesn't save us, it doesn't matter I will still not bow down to you No, I believe that perp, that, 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 that bold statement was started Because they already decided a long time ago Hey God, no matter what, I will honour your name Amen? And the last point of this, I think the purpose helps us to look past the labels you know, sometimes many of us here, we put labels on ourselves Or maybe our friends have put labels upon us Maybe we think that, hey, I God, I can't do that much for you Because I'm not that talented I'm not that outgoing I'm not that extrovert I'm not that popular you fill in the blanks, whatever it is Or maybe your friends have labelled you Maybe you really want to go on further with the things of God But your friends around you That's why it's very important to watch the company you keep as well But your friends around you somehow has labelled you like Hey, but you're like that yeah. And I believe that having that purpose helps us to move past the labels That our friends or we ourselves have put upon us yeah. You know, when you read about in Daniel How his, uh, all of them were renamed uh, into different Babylonian names, right? Can I tell you that actually Daniel what It means in Hebrew It means that God, you be my judge wow. But his new name was this It was called Bel will reign over me Bel I will follow and I will honour Bel means uh, one of the gods that the Babylonians serve Can you imagine you have God, you be my, but my judge And then your new name is Bel Will reign over me Can you imagine how you feel if you're Daniel? Can I say this uh, in Hanaya? His name in the Hebrew was says God is gracious. Wow. But his new name was Shadrach. And all of us generally know him as Shadrach, right? We don't really I don't really know his new first name. But he says this, it's translated into the inspiration of the sun, which is one of the gods that the Babylonians serve. Wow. The other two people, Michelle, his name is God is without equal. Wow. That's his Hebrew name. His new name is Mashdek Is belonging to Aku Aku was the Babylonian god of the heaven The, second, the last friend was Azaniah The Lord is my, help, my helper his new, his new name translated to Abednego It says, son servant of Nago Which is the Babylonian god of wisdom Can you imagine if you were growing up And you had such beautiful names proclaimed over you God, you are my judge God, you are gracious God is without equal Lord is my helper And suddenly people give you a totally new name. And not only that, it's just names of gods that they serve. Can you imagine how would you feel? But I believe that they understood. They understood and they could see past the labels and the names that have been given them because they understood, first of all, who their God was, and secondly, who, the, who what is their purpose was. Amen? You know, uh, even as we approach the end of 2018, 20, 2018 no, come on, let's begin to rise up. Let's not begin to be Christians that Hey, God, we just seek after the blessing of God. But let's be a Daniel. Let's like be a Daniel generation. Let's begin to seek first the kingdom of God. You see, all of us want that promotion, all of us want that blessing from God without paying that cost, you know, without having to stand out. But Daniel and his friends stood out first. They paid the cost first. They made the stand first. Then God brought about the blessing. You see, uh, after they after they fasted for ten days, and it wasn't just ten days; it was a continuous fast. The Bibles recorded that they were more ten times more excellent than the other enchanters or magicians. See, uh, God always brings about the increase later on when we begin to seek first the kingdom of God. You know, can I encourage you, church? You know, even as we do that, uh, I believe that God wants to bring our church to the next level. Let's not be just Christians who live for ourselves anymore. But come on, let's begin to stand up and lift up the name of Jesus. You know, if you read through the book of Daniel, every time his friends, Daniel and his friends stood up, they actually attributed it back, the glory back onto God. Yeah. That even the kings of Babylonians will issue decrees at that time. Yeah. Say, anyone who speaks against the God of Daniel, I will have them put to death, literally. Yeah. Can you imagine that? From a captive boy that was brought under the and for a 15-year-old boy that was captive yeah. But be able to rise up to a position Where the king can issue a decree Saying whoever insults the boy The God of Daniel I'll have him put to death yeah. no, can, I believe that God wants said hey, I want my name to be lifted up yeah. you know, But I want my people to begin to rise up yeah. Will you begin to rise up Some of us here are just so scared to stand out But But God say, hey, I want you to stand out. I want you to begin to stand up for the righteous Things of God, amen, (laughs) amen You know, even as we close, can I encourage you Let's begin to ask God, like, hey, let's Begin to search our hearts, what is Your condition of your heart today No, is it filled with anger I don't know, is it filled with unforgiveness Maybe it's time to get it right Maybe it's time to get it right You know, Uh, what is the purpose Next year for you, not even next year But in the coming weeks, let's not talk about Next year, we still have a month to go But what is the next challenge that God wants you to rise up to? Yeah, yeah. Amen? You know, from there, it becomes easier. Can I say that it becomes easier to pay the cost? Yeah, right. It becomes easier, it becomes, easier to under, to, to, becomes easier to look past labels that people put on us. Yeah, yeah. It becomes easier to rise up to the calling that God has called upon yeah. us. And lastly, it's this. Let's begin to be people, a church that will be like, almost like Proverbs say, like iron sharpens iron. Let's not dull each other, but always be on the lookout and begin to sharpen each other. You know, uh, let's begin not to just, let's begin to go deeper with each other. Uh, I mean, there are things that we need to challenge each other. Then come on, let's begin to do that. Let's not just remain stagnant where we are. Amen? Amen. Will you just allow me to pray and now I'll close this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Father Lord, I just thank you Lord For your word, God, today Lord, we thank you Lord, your word is alive For Father God, Lord, we thank you Lord for the uh, example of daniel lord father god that we can learn from oh father god god i pray that you begin to search our hearts of father god right now god i pray that we will be people father god whose hearts are pure whose hearts are sensitive before you oh father god that god will not be uh, god whatever it is god lord whatever that's plaguing whatever that's been on our hearts for too long far too long whether it's for unforgiveness whether it's bitterness whether it's just anger whether whatever it is oh Father God I pray that God you'll begin to help us to restore it right now in the name of Jesus I pray that God you will begin to search us oh Father God and make us new in your sight oh Father God God I pray that even as we come uh, even as we come to nearly the end of 2018 but i pray that god you begin to put within us god purpose in our heart oh father god god what is the next purpose for us oh father god what's the next thing that we need to purpose in our hearts i pray that you will review it to us so oh father god and god you will begin to help us to execute it well oh father god so god we just even thank you lord for this time god we just want to commit again ourselves and into your hands in jesus name i pray